Good morning. Good morning. And if we could take a minute and just close our eyes. Take a deep breath in. And let it out. Breathing in peace. Another breath. And breathing out joy. And bringing ourselves into this one precious, beautiful moment that God has made. I am deeply grateful for the continued rain that we are receiving. I know that there's a part of me that would love to see some sunshine, but I'm also looking forward to all of the beautiful spring flowers and all of the benefits that all of the water will bring for us, and so I am grateful. I'm grateful for each and every person here in this room, in the Zoom room, and on Facebook. And if you happen to be watching this later, thank you. And so standing right here this moment, in this one moment, letting go of everything that's come before and everything that will come after, I say thank you, God. Thank you for the day. Thank you for Reverend Diana and the words of wisdom she will speak. I open my heart. I open my mind. I open my soul. As I prepare to listen with joy to Reverend Diana talking about new beginnings. Speaking my words into law and knowing that they're already so, I say thank you, Father, Mother, God. And so it is. Amen. Good morning. Welcome to our Teze Meditation Service. If you're new with us online this morning, my name is Reverend Diana Johnson. I'm the pastor and spiritual director of Mystic Heart Spiritual Center. We are an independent, interfaith spiritual community. So we'd like to welcome you home to our community and to the wisdom and guidance that lies within your own mystic heart. So we begin our Teze meditation this morning with uh, the joining of our voices in song. Remember, please, that everyone can sing, and I hope everyone does. Welcome home to your mystic heart. Lay aside whatever came before. Let your intuition start to guide you.
whatever came before. Let your own intuition start to guide you to heaven's door. To guide you to heaven's door. Cause you are the heart, you are the hands, you are the voice of spirit on earth, and to you are is a blessing to the world. You are the heart, you are the hand, you are the voice of spirit on earth, and to you are and all you do is a blessing. We are the heart, we are the hands, we are the voice of spirit on earth, and who we are and all we do is a blessing to the world. We are the heart, we are the hands, we are the voice of spirit on earth, and who we are and all we do. A blessing to the world. I am the heart, I am the hands, I am the voice, the spirit on earth, and who I am and all I do is a blessing to the world. Oh, I am the heart, I am the hands, I am And who I am and all I do is a blessing to the world. I'm a blessing to the world. I'm a blessing to the world. I'm a blessing to Let's begin by making a conscious connection with our global community. <clears throat> Gently allowing the eyes to close if they're not already there, or to lower the gaze so as to allow the body to just relax. Taking a couple of deep breaths to ground yourself in this present moment. Letting go of everything that has led to this moment of now. Mindful that this moment is the only moment. Forming in our minds a global web of consciousness, 
feeling and knowing our connection to all of life. Sensing the radiant light of spirit that shines from within each one of us. And honoring that light in all other beings, human, other than human, plants, rocks, soil, and water. All of it just glowing with the light of light, the light of spirit. Extending our awareness out to the stars and the planets recognizing still that we are one with that light. The essence, substance, and intelligence of all that is flowing through each one of us now, offering its wisdom to our time together. We feel our oneness with all that is. Sensing our oneness, we acknowledge our responsibility to one another as human family and as caretakers of our beautiful and life-giving planet. Centered in our oneness, we turn now to new beginnings. The great poets of the world have bidden us begin again. Rainer Maria Rilke invites us to resolve to be always beginning, to be a beginner. And from the Sufi poet Rumi, come. Even if you have broken your vow a hundred times, come yet again. Come. Come. The Buddhist tradition invites us to maintain a beginner's mind. The Lakota and other indigenous people of our continent invite new beginnings as they begin a prayer to the seven directions. We invite and honor the east where the sun comes up. And so the direction of new beginnings, hope, promise, and potential. Pray that you may be open to receiving these gifts this day. Monastic spirituality calls us to return to the practice of showing up, of being still, of opening our hearts to an encounter with the holy. The desert fathers and mothers tell this brief story. Abba Moses asked Abba Silvanus, can a man lay a new foundation every day? 
the old man said, if he works hard, he can lay a new foundation in every moment. And so, just as the many world's traditions share one view or teaching about control, that human control of outer conditions is an illusion, and that self-control is what we can and should be responsible for, the world's religions and philosophical teachings seem to share a belief in the practice of beginning again. Life as a pilgrimage or a journey of transformation is a place of new beginnings. Not only every morning, but every moment offers a chance to begin again. Will there be days when I don't feel like going to my quiet space to seek guidance on my next steps? Or to pray peace into my day and into the world? Days when my monkey mind seems to steal my attention over and over. <laughs> he says, yes, there will. <laughs> Days that seem to actively conspire against peace, where our calendar is just too full to cultivate genuine presence. Of course, there will be. Our inner dialogue will often try to sabotage our most sincere efforts. When this happens, and it will happen, our practice is to simply notice and acknowledge and begin again. We bring the fire of intention back to our practice. <coughs> we refuse to be sidetracked. <coughs> we commit to showing up again and again and again. This is the essence of humility. We remember that in the spiritual life, we are always beginners. There is no ultimate destination, no way we will ever arrive. The more we think we have it all figured out, the further we are from true growth and forward movement. Humility demands that we always approach our journey with a spirit of openness. Committing to a spiritually focused life means letting go of the ego's power over us. Without even realizing it, we often begin a new practice, such as prayer or meditation, with self-centered motives. 
subconsciously. We want to feel better about ourselves or to be special in some way. Over time, these subconscious motivations will rise to the surface. Our ego may experience resistance or disillusionment when this happens. We may want to walk away. It is at this point that we find it easy for other things to get in the way. In these times, we recommit. We start over. As Thomas Merton reminds us, there are only three stages to this work. To be a beginner. To be more of a beginner. Mm -hmm. And to be only a beginner. I encourage you to be gentle with yourself. Remember that real transformation takes a commitment to showing up for yourself and showing up for spirit. When the practice falters, Simply remember that the wisdom of the world's traditions is consistent, is infallible, and is ready for you to begin again. Simply begin again, free of expectations. We are creative beings filled with the best of intentions. We have grand visions and longings to express ourselves in the fullest way possible. We begin a new project, painting a picture, writing a book, composing a song, or planting a new garden bed. With enthusiasm and full of commitment to see it through. Somewhere along the way, our energy starts to wane. Our creative energy and vision can turn to frustration. There are apparent roadblocks to our completion. We begin to feel a sense of failure. This is the time to practice beginning again. Take yourself to your quiet space. Acknowledge your feelings. Cry if you need to. Maybe write all that you are feeling down in a journal to be reviewed 
or discarded later. And then, when you have cleared the doubt, the anger, the sadness, or other life-denying feelings from the prominent place in your awareness, sit back, breathe, relax your body, Invite guidance for your higher wisdom. And begin again. Throughout all the ages, spiritual teachers have reminded us that when in meditation our attention gets kidnapped by a random thought, we simply bring it back. We don't reprimand ourselves. That would be simply another kidnapping but we rejoin our meditation by shifting our focus, recentering, and beginning again. We begin again hundreds of times each day. We breathe in, then out, completing one breath. Then we begin breathing again. We blink to moisten our eyes, then we blink again. We swallow, then swallow again. We take a step, then another, and another. The longer we live, the more we recognize recurring themes in our lives, divine opportunities to handle familiar situations just a bit more skillfully this time. And to do so, it is important to guard against reacting habitually, to resolve to respond in a more loving way than ever before. This is the essence of spiritual growth. In the sacred silence, I invite us to contemplate a recurring life pattern that we are working to evolve. From a beginner's mind, craft a new response, one that infuses more peace, love, and grace into the situation.
on this pilgrimage that we call life, we cross through many thresholds, thresholds. Each one is a new beginning, entry into a new world, calling forth more evolved responses from us. Our responses to life create the world we see. Every thought, word, and action have an effect on the whole. What kind of future are we generating? Bringing the highest and best of who we are to every situation, we create the new heaven and the new earth, a love-soaked world. That is the true meaning of humankind's dominion. We give thanks for this time of blessed communion with spirit and with our beloved community, for the spiritual gifts of courage and guidance. And as Reverend Diana continues her Teze message, we open our hearts, minds, and souls to fully engage the practice of beginning again. Relax, we continue to be reminded we're so blessed this morning to have such a beautiful reminder of new beginnings joining us. The sounds of new life, such a blessing. I've heard it said that there is no failure there is only giving up. Another idea to consider is that each of us has a life impulse and a death impulse. Every choice that we make moves us either toward that which brings us a sense of aliveness or that which drains us of our life energy. The challenge is that sometimes these two principles are hard to tell apart. It can be easy to mistake that which is destructive for that which is life-giving. For example, is watching a movie moving toward greater life energy? Or is it really draining me? Is it serving to create rest and rejuvenation, bringing true peace, enjoyment, and renewal to my day? Or am I using it to numb out, to create an escape or a diversion from what would truly feed my soul? It is not the activity we choose but the motivation and attitude behind the activity that matters. Our life impulse calls us into community with ourselves and with the divine. This life impulse leads us to nourish ourselves well 
<coughs> Knowing that this beautiful body is the vessel for our work in the world. It is essential to treat it with the profound dignity it deserves. We are grounded in our wholeness and make choices from this place. Our life impulse calls us to remember the invitation whispered and reminds us the path is still waiting. Our death impulse leads us to retreat from the world, to separate ourselves from others through divisive ideas, to numb ourselves through poor quality nutrition, mindless media consumption, and by living in victimhood, always feeling betrayed by life. This impulse leads us to make choices from our woundedness or to lash out at others rather than seeking understanding. This is different than the purposeful and nourishing withdrawal into silence that we sometimes need. The withdrawal that feeds our soul. Intention is the key. And so join me in musical meditation. Oh, the power, all oh, the glory. 
So join me as we close in prayer. Knowing absolutely with our whole hearts and our whole minds that there is one life. That it is expressing itself all the time as all of creation. And that means that each one of us is a perfect and intentional expression of divinity. Each one of us here on purpose, with a purpose, each one necessary to the tapestry of the whole. Knowing that as we move through our days, there will always be times that feel frustrating. We commit today to remember to simply relax and begin again. The opportunity is always available. And so grateful for this reminder, so grateful to know that there's always another chance. We commit to living our lives through the practice of new beginnings. Grateful for each one here today, each one listening. Grateful for the rain and the many, many blessings of this and every day. We just release this prayer now, trusting that it's done its work, and so we can allow it to simply be. And together we say, and so it is. Amen. So coming back into this space, if you've had your eyes closed, look around at the brave souls who managed to Beat the clock change this morning. Beat the clock change and arrive this morning. We thank you for being here. We thank you if you're with us online today. And as we prepare to close our Teze portion of our morning, we offer the opportunity for you to share of your financial abundance with us in support of the work that our community is doing. So if you're joining us online, you can find a donate button and an address at mysticheart.org. And whatever the gifts that you offer, your time, your attention, your love, or your financial support, we say thank you. We appreciate every gift. So we thank Dalton also for being with us here this morning. So he's going to play us another song as we do our offertory. Thank you. I'm through asking where I'm going I've been asking all my life I've grown tired of all this wondering When everything seems to turn out right So when my mind needs something to do Wants to know the future I whisper this, I'm okay, I've always been, and I'll always be that way, 
So here goes nothing I'm taking a chance Opening up Knowing that I'm in good hands And here goes everything It's all on the line Oh, but I'm not afraid this time Some say it's crazy some say naive Close my eyes and take the leap But I know better Cause I believe Even in the dark My soul can see So when my mind Plays its usual game Oh, my answer Is always the same it's here goes nothing, I'm taking a chance Opening up, knowing that I'm in good hands Here goes everything, it's all on the line Oh, but I'm not afraid this time Here goes nothing, I'm taking a chance Opening up, knowing I'm in good hands here goes everything, it's all on the line Oh, but I'm not afraid this time Cause I'm okay, I've always been And I'll always be that way So we thank you for your gifts this morning. We know that they come up from source, through source, to source, because that's all that there is. So it is. And so we remember this next time we begin again. Here goes nothing. Right? <laughs> Here goes everything. Here goes everything. <laughs> Which one is it? Back. Yeah, God's got my back. Thank you. Your soul always find what it's looking for. May your heart always lead the way. May you live in peace and harmony. And may love always fill your day. May your path be strewn with happiness. May success find you everywhere. May you always embrace compassion and grace and may God always answer your prayer may your soul always find what it's looking for may your heart always lead the way may you live in peace and harmony and may love always fill your day May your path be strewn with happiness. May success find you everywhere. May you always embrace compassion and grace. And may God always answer your prayer. May you always.
God bless you. Thank you for being here. Good morning. good morning and good morning in the zoom room on facebook and whenever you happen to be watching this video so i know you guys might not agree with me but isn't this a beautiful day it is a beautiful day yeah beautiful day that god has made and i am so happy for all this rain we're getting so do you take a deep breath with me And release it. Bringing ourselves right into right here, right now, in this precious moment. Letting go of everything that has come before. And everything that will come after. Knowing that there is one source. And that each one of us is a vibrant, living technicolor manifestation of that one source. Living God's life. And so I pause, thinking about that, and feeling the gratitude for each person here, and for Reverend Diana, and Dalton, and Chris, for their parts today. I open my heart. I open my mind. I open my soul. As I listen to Reverend Diana talk about new beginnings. And I just say thank you, Father, Mother, God. And so it is. Oh, yeah. Amen. Thank you, Lucinda, for opening the space with such a beautiful prayer. Welcome. And if you're, let's see, nope, if you're new with us online today, my name is Reverend Diana Johnson, and I'm the pastor and spiritual director of Mystic Heart Spiritual Center. We are an independent interfaith community. We teach um, universal principles and practical spirituality that moves as a common thread of truth through all traditions. And so we welcome you home to our community and we welcome you home to the wisdom and the guidance of your own mystic heart. So we're gonna begin this morning with some more upbeat music. And uh, thank you Dalton for being here to lead us in our music today. So if you feel like getting up, moving, dancing, hugging, whatever, feel free. <laughs> And especially singing along. It's only one of me, but there's lots of you where so we can be mighty in purpose. Welcome to the Mystic Heart. 
Join the celebration. Raise your voice and sing your part. Make this affirmation. Spirit made us family with loving hearts to share. And together we are joyfully practicing the possible through prayer. There's the lyrics. Oh, welcome to the mystic heart. Join the celebration. Oh, lift your voice and sing your part. Make this affirmation. Spirit made us family with loving hearts to share. And together we are joyfully practicing the possible through prayer. Everything's possible now. Welcome to the Mystic Heart. Everybody, get up on your feet. See the light in everybody in me. Everybody, get up on your feet. See the light in everybody. Let us be reminded of who we've come to be. We are love, we are one, one big family. joyful sound here we stand on holy ground let us make a joyful sound here we stand on holy ground let us make a joyful sound yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody get up on your feet see the light everybody you call and response so if I, if I do the call can you manage the response please <laughs> takes the form of a Buddhist prayer may I be happy may I be happy may I be peaceful may I be peaceful may I be free friends be happy may my friends be happy may my friends be peaceful may my friends be peaceful may my friends be free may my friends be free may they be free may they be free if anyone has heard me I now freely forgive. If I have hurt anybody, may they forgive me now. May they forgive me now. May my enemies be happy. My enemies be peaceful. May my enemies be peaceful. 
May my enemies be free. Anyone has heard me? Anyone has heard me? I now freely forgive. If I have heard anybody, may they forgive me now. I forgive myself right now. All be free. In the room, you could feel that vibration, that energy of joining our voices together. The life moving through the physical body. The love just filling our hearts. The love of being together, sharing this time. And join me in our sacred practice of visioning for a love-soaked world. Get those pictures ready in your mind. Creating with your mind as the words come forth. This love-soaked world where all humans are embodying and living from peace and joy and abundance and generosity and freedom. These are the living principles that guide our lives where all humans practice loving kindness and compassion, honoring and caring for one another and for this beautiful planet that sustains us all. We're creating a world where all needs are met, where all beings have plenty of nourishing food, the safety and the comfort of home, where mental and physical health, education and healthy relationships are ensured by social systems grounded in wellness and wholeness, where right livelihood, creative contribution, and a sense of belonging are known as gifts of the spirit and experienced by all beings. A world in which all beings are valued and respected for their inherent light and goodness where the peace we cultivate within us shows up as a world free of hatred or violence. We're creating a world that knows no greed, where there's absolute abundance and simply having enough, where every being deserves and receives all that is needed 
for a full and rich and contented life. In this new world of our creation, every single person is a caring and conscious vessel through which God's blessings flow freely, through which generosity flows. By the power of the collective intention, here today, we write a new story. We create a world that works for all beings. Like the prophet of old, Nehemiah, we are doing a great work so that we cannot come down. We will not lower our vision. No matter what the appearances are from day to day. Knowing with our whole hearts that such a world is not only possible, but it is inevitable. It is coming into form right here and right now. And so we align our action to support this gracious unfolding. We stand firmly in, for, and as peace. In, for, and as love. In, for, and as compassion in action. We open our hearts and our doors and our arms in radical welcoming, erasing all lines of apparent separation. We create a bigger table to which all are invited and it at which all have equal voice. Our powerful vision is moving into form and experience right here and right now. We feel it. We know it, and we give thanks for it. We let it be. And together we say, and so it is. Amen. Mm, thank you for joining me in that powerful vision. The world needs it, doesn't it? It's cool. I think we have a, uh, we don't usually do music right here, but I think we have a song this week. There's a new church on the horizon made of light not of stone calling out to all creation you are not alone lions and lambs saints and sinners best of friends Enemies, woman and man, losers and winners, they are all in you and me. Cause we are one heart looking for answers, we are one soul finding our way through the dark, one dream we share together, we are all apart. Of one heart 
out in the cold There are faces hidden by the wind and the rain Hold out your hand, someone will take it and bring you home again Cause we are one heart looking for answers We are one soul finding our way through the dark One dream we share together We are all part of one heart yeah. All around the earth tonight The fires, they are burning Tears are falling from the sky Still the world keeps turning Cause we are one heart Looking for answers We are one soul Finding our way through the dark One dream We share together We are all a part of one heart Looking for answers We are one Finding our way through the dark One dream we share together We are all a part of one heart Oh, we are all a part of one heart Oh, we are all a Take a moment, look around you, see who's here celebrating today. Good morning, everybody. Morning. This is your one of your support systems. This is a spiritual family, should you choose it for yourself. So we just welcome you all to be a part. Do you ever feel like the universe is always listening? <laughs> yeah? No? That whatever you're thinking or doing or saying or intending is noticed somehow. It's noticed that good, whatever you want to call it, great spirit, the universe, infinite intelligence has a sense of humor. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. And that it uses whatever you're giving your attention to to move you just a little further down your path? Anybody had that experience? Yeah? yeah? Good, I'm glad it's not just me. So I had a really nice opportunity to do another shift down my path in the last couple weeks. And so I want to share a story with you um, about my own life. I don't do that too often. But that'll get our conscious conversation going. And because our theme this month has been new beginnings. And um, so pay close attention because it, that's part of the story, this new beginnings thing. 
By the end of last year, I had already chosen the topics for January, February, and March for our Sunday services. January was rooted, so everything was about being rooted in spirit. And it dealt with being still and listening for what was going to come next. February was pilgrimage, looking at life as a spiritual transformational journey. And March is new beginnings. So all that was set in place by the end of the year last year. And last week's title was already set. That was, this is so uncomfortable. Okay, so all that was in place. So in January, I picked up a copy of Science of Mind magazine, because I still enjoy reading that. And on the cover was a man named John Pavlovitz. He had been voted in a CSL Spiritual Hero of the Year for 2022. He's a Christian minister, a, a fully reconstructed Christian minister. And they, they make the point of choosing a non-New Thought person as their spiritual hero for the year. So the name rang a bell for some reason, so I turned right to the article, and I read the article, and I saw a list of this guy's books, and I went, oh, I've read two of these books. Okay, I've got and wait, I think I have this other one on my shelf. I think I haven't read it yet. It's called The Bigger Table. So I went to my bookshelf, and I'm like, there it is. Cool, I'm going to read this book. So I read it cover to cover. It was a fantastic book on community building, um, creating a bigger table where all people are welcome and all have equal voices. So as I read this, I decide, okay, I'm going to buy a copy of this for each one of my core council members, my practitioners. We're going to have some conversation around this book. So I did that. What I discovered was that Mystic Heart's already doing a lot of the things he talks about doing to build the bigger table that was kind of coming organically to us. But there were some good ideas and thoughts, so there's always room for improvement. So we're continuing to have that conversation. So set that aside. Next scene in the story, I start using the metaphor of the bigger table regularly in my classes and my Sunday messages. Okay, fast forward again to February. Here we are at pilgrimage. Remember, all this was set in place last December. Each week we talked about different aspects of the spiritual journey and transformation. We talked about packing lightly for the journey one week. We talked about crossing thresholds and how every threshold is a chance to start again. We talked about, Lucinda talked about, making a pilgrimage of the heart. And then we ended the month with taking one step at a time. So Remember that my life is also a journey of transformation, just like yours. And my pilgrimage really revolves around this place, around my study, around my practice, everything that leads me to help co-create what's happening here. 
and it's done with the intention of growing and supporting a community of people who want to go within themselves to find their own wisdom and their own answers for their own growth. So I'm just a vessel for what spirit wants to have happen here in this thing we're creating. So you might be wondering where I'm going with this. Here it is. We get to March. My first topic of the month is, this is so uncomfortable. Do you have any idea what kind of an invitation that is for spirit? <laughs> yep. Any idea at all? Yeah. <laughs> spirit wants to make sure that I'm walking the talk, right? It's coming out of my mouth. Am I doing it? So without details, here's what ended up happening. I wrote a service two weeks ago that triggered some folks. Apparently a few folks. Maybe many folks. Maybe some I haven't heard from. I don't know. This, of course, was not my intention at all. But it happens. So what did I think was going to happen when I first made public that we're consciously setting out to create a bigger table? That I'm, we make public that we are shifting out of a new thought where I got my education into interfaith community. Everybody's welcome. And finally, planning the two services one step at a time, and this is so uncomfortable. Okay? I set myself up big time. So what was my intention in doing all that? My intention was to create an opportunity for some triggers that people may have around language to be gently released <laughs> and, and healed. Healing is our goal. Um, seeking to offer new interpretation to some old language that might help us communicate with other people who don't share our beliefs. So what ended up happening? I did harm. I did harm, something that I said I would never do from this place. And that's okay, because it offered me an opportunity to back up, to look again, and to fine-tune some things, to fine-tune. And it was so, so uncomfortable <laughs> to face that and to make amends to those who felt deeply hurt. But of course, this is an example of the practice of beginning again, which is today's topic and was written last December. So here we are, beginning again, practicing, getting back on the bike. And all is well. My story has a happy ending. All was forgiven. Everybody still loves each other and, you know, everything's fine. So why do I share this with you this morning? Most importantly, to assure you that you are safe here. You are safe here. I want everyone to always feel safe here. If you were triggered, 
and I don't even know it in this room two weeks ago, or ever by anything I've done or said, I apologize. And I always invite you to come directly to me, as people did this time, to talk to me, because I'm not attached to how things have to be. I'm very flexible and fluid with things. I meant no harm. Secondly, I want to assure you that no matter how far you're going to travel on your spiritual journey, there's no point of destination. You're never done. I'm never done. It's an ongoing journey for all of us. There's no time ever that your work is going to be done until the next experience, whatever that might be. And then you'll probably have work to do there, then, in whatever form that takes. And finally, it's to remind all of us that no matter what happens, we can always begin again. There's always an opportunity in every moment, if we're open. So now it's time for you to share your wisdom. Whew, got through all that, did that. It was important to me. Um, to have that conversation. So when we are beginning again, what are some of the spiritual qualities that are called forth to help us make these new beginnings? What are some of the spiritual qualities that help us in starting again? Forgiveness, forgiveness of ourselves and others. Okay, forgiveness of ourselves and others. Grace. Beginner's mind. Beginner's mind. Grace. Let it go. Surrender. Let it go? Yeah. So surrender. Let it go. Repentance. <laughs> <laughs> Did you call that Repentance. word forth? Repentance. Repentance. Which means Just what? Turn away Think from. Again. Turn away from. Think again. Change your heart. Change your mind. Make a new choice. Do it differently this time. Do it differently. Do it differently. Trust one another. Trust one another. So humility. trust. Humility. Humility. Anything else come up? Acceptance of what is without resistance or attachment? Transformation. Transformation. Yeah. So love. What about love? <laughs> Standing grounded in a loving place, communicating from a place of love and joy. and joy, communicating from a place of deep faith that there was actually good intention behind whatever's unfolding. Mm -hmm. If you assume highest intention at all times, then it allows you to approach without resistance, without shutting down. How about respect? Respect is helpful, compassion, peace, harmony. harmony. Yeah. So is there anybody in this room, and nobody has to speak, but invitation, anybody else other than me making a new beginning right now? Yeah? Every moment. Every moment. Anybody want to share something to be celebrated or witnessed? That's a new beginning for you? It's OK. 
okay to keep it private? I, I had a thought when we were contemplating this subject this week that it reminded me of the, the movie City Slickers, and, and they tell the one guy, your life's a do-over. Right. <laughs> you got do-overs. Life's a do-over. Yeah. Kids, we still get them. Yeah. Yeah, completely. When things don't go my way um, with people, because mm -hmm. I want things a certain way, of course. Doesn't mean I'm <laughs> get it. Doesn't mean I'm going to get it, but I mean, you know, you have yeah. these expectations about things. And what I realize when people come in my life and they're not exactly doing or saying the things that I'm real thrilled about, I really look to see where the mirror is mm -hmm. and why mm -hmm. it's bothering me. Right. And I've really been practicing that for the last year. Yeah. And boy, that's a thing, a big one. Yeah. A real big one. And then when I do that, um, somebody's come in my life that I loved a long time ago, mm -hmm. and he wants to be my friend, but he just wants to be my friend. And I finally said, what's your intention? Can you see me as your life partner? And he hummed and hummed, and I said, it's a yes or no question. It's all I want. He goes, it's not fair. And I go, to me it is. And he said, well, I guess I could. I go, okay, thank you. And then I realized that I really needed to look and see. And what it was is all my life I pleased everybody to get their love, my mother all the way down to mm -hmm. now. And that never has served me because they don't no. love me anymore because I'm nice. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm nice just because I'm nice. Right. But I mean, I do always have a tendency to go overboard because I want everybody to like me. Uh, so what's your begin again? That I'm just accepting him exactly the way he is. All right. And knowing that he is what he is and that if I have any expectations, then I am just hurting myself and fooling myself. All right. And so. just letting it go and saying, I accept this. I'm not happy. I'm letting it go. <laughs> beginning again. And beginning again. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, let's pivot just a little bit. You ready for a little pivot? Whoops. Microphone. So I love that we are an independent interfaith community. I love that. We are actually the only one in Shasta County at this time. Um, other traditions and churches welcome all people, but they don't seek to practice and support individual faith paths all in one space. So I love that we're seeking common threads of truth between all of the traditions and the belief systems. And I love that we're building bridges between religions and between religious languages even though it's risky, right? It's risky business to do that. What are some of the challenges or the risks of the work that we're doing here? That there will be good change. Okay, so there will be good change, but what are the challenges? What are the risks? People can have a lot of pain around certain kinds of language. People can have a lot of pain and woundedness around language that comes from past experience. People feeling like, like maybe they're not totally accepted or expecting that they won't be when they walk in the door. Okay, so people not trusting that they'll be totally accepted because they're different somehow. Confusion. Confusion. Mm -hmm. Say more. Where, where, who are these people? Where do they stand? I need a 
clear path to walk. Ah, I need a clear path because many traditions have given us just that, right? Rules. Rules. These are the rules. These are the beliefs. Walk these or go elsewhere and walk another. April chimed in. You have to accept that the journey does not come with a map, just a compass. You have to find your own way. Mm. Awesome. <laughs> journey doesn't come with a map, just a compass. Thank you, April. I hope you're feeling better with your flu bug. <laughs> or without the flu. Without the flu bug. <laughs> either, way, either way. Either way, feeling better. I also think that it's um, it's easy for someone to come into a community like this and have um, preconceived notions mm -hmm. and to struggle with uh, meshing those with others. Okay. So we come in from whatever our backgrounds are, whatever our personal practices are, whatever our preferences are. We have preconceived notions. And, you know, now how do we connect with other people across? How do we bridge that? That's what we're trying to do. Yes? I think one of the risks is expecting you to navigate that for us instead of taking our own responsibility mm. Very good. Mm. to learn to navigate that. Very okay, so that was Angela. <laughs> 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 Expecting the person in front, whoever that is, that's coordinating and presenting to navigate that for individuals when truly that's each of our own work that we do. I, I do mine. Mine's an ongoing moment-by-moment -moment process. And I think we all do here. We all do our own work. But it is up to each of us to do our own work. Thank you. Well, nobody but ourselves can determine our own way. Right. No matter how holy somebody is, they, they right. don't know your, your yeah. path. Nobody else can determine what your path is for you and what your next right step should be. Only you. You mean there's no dogma here? There's no dogma here. No. We can't have dogma because there are so much of it and it all conflicts. We, we, you know, how would we do that? So I love to have feedback and I'm getting lots of feedback from people on this idea of creating a bigger table. So what does that mean to you when I say creating a bigger table? What's your interpretation of that? I, I see it as not only a diversity of people who are amongst the group here, but also a diversity in what's what we hear here, what we what we're we're experiencing, what mm -hmm. different religious views with different philosophies. Okay. So we all come with our own paths and our own beliefs, but if you walk into a, a community that says we are an interfaith community, you should probably expect that you're gonna be met with some different ideas that you may or may not agree with that you may or may not want to take into your own life or practice. But what does that teach us when we do that? Acceptance. Acceptance. Awareness. Awareness. Choice from woundedness. Okay, so healing, it allows us an opportunity to heal some things. And it's, it's, it can be good to be challenged as well if, you, if you're used to thinking one way. It can be used to, you, you know, if you, that can be healthy. So being challenged is not a bad thing. You know, 
I say this over and over and over again, if it's before me, it's for me. So when a situation or a person comes to me and we need to have a conversation and we do that lovingly and respectfully, that was for me to take home, to take into prayer, meditation, contemplate, do what I need to do to take from it what was mine to do, the growth that was mine to make. And also the person bringing in whatever they bring in, if it's before you, it's for you. So it goes all directions. You know, we're here to help one another grow. I think it's one thing to say that uh, a community is safe mm -hmm. for, for everyone. I think um, for those involved, it's another thing to kind of reach out and say, I'm willing to accept that their way is okay. Okay. It might, it, for me. Right. In other words, I, I want to be able to um, jibe their, mm -hmm. their way of thinking with the way that I think. Okay, so to find ways to mesh it, ways to align what common you ground. think, the common ground, <clears throat> finding common ground. Bouncing off of that, just the opportunity of gaining understanding okay. so that you can take perspective. Even if it doesn't necessarily resonate with you, you can take perspective right. and begin to build relationship with a person whose <clears throat> viewpoint may be different from you. And instead of looking at a us versus them, which right. is what we often get mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. spiritual circles, we now become, ooh, let's learn from each other. Right, awesome. Notice our own dogma. Oh, we might notice our own dogma. We don't, none of us have our own dogma, do we? <laughs> Chris? And that all brings us to the point of willing to be uncomfortable. Mm. Okay. No. Are we willing to be uncomfortable in the interest of building bridges? in the interest of building greater understanding of one another and of our world and of people out there, wherever, wherever out there is. There's no out there. Other people have different views. It helps us to stretch our ability to see and be seen, to really hear and be heard. And in doing that, that is where we find, that's what we call harmony. David. Coming with your toolbox, so you have the ability to hammer and saw and build a bigger table. Okay. So coming with your toolbox, ready to help build. And my, can I tag on to that? Making sure that your toolbox has a little space for some new tools can also be helpful. <laughs> Somebody likes that toolbox metaphor. Yay. So do you think it's possible for us to function as an interfaith community? Yes. Okay. It's a necessity. Why? Say more to that. Why is it a necessity? We, we, we must evolve, which means get out of our comfort zone. Okay. Evolution isn't comfortable. Evolution is not comfortable. Comfort is stagnation. Right. And boredom. 
Comfort is a deep hole, as they say, yeah. So we, we are at a point, and you can find this opinion or view in numerous places by well-educated and very intelligent beings right now, that we are at a point where evolution is moving more quickly and where there is a need for us to evolve what it means to be human. <laughs> so, what are some of the common threads that we've discovered here between the different traditions that we talk about? Just even in the last month, we've talked about a couple of common threads. We're, we're all worshiping the same God. Okay. It just has different names. All right, so one God. In this space, we believe in one God. And whatever we call it, we're all worshiping, or if you don't like that word, um, honoring, aligning with that one life energy source, intelligence, whatever you want to call it. Love. Love. And yeah. Okay, so each of us is an expression, just like all of creation, is an expression of that one life, that one source. Grace and forgiveness. Grace and forgiveness that runs all through all of the world's traditions. Service and social justice. Service and social justice. Love. Love. Surrender. Surrender. A good God. A good God. Or a universal intelligence that's using all for good. However you want to phrase that. Control. Just a, a week or so. Week, I guess it was only last week. That was quite a week. <laughs> um, we talked about control and I went through, I don't know, maybe six or seven different major world traditions and looked at what they have to say about control, which is basically, we're not in control. We have an illusion of control. The only thing we can and maybe should control is ourselves, our own thoughts, words, actions. But in terms of my environment, my circumstances, you know, I can do what I can to maintain what I can, but we never know in any moment what's gonna happen. But all of the world's traditions agree about those teachings. So I think last week it was that I said, what are we fighting about? We agree about so many things. We're fighting about the dogma. The dogma, right. So what does the world need from us at this time? Not to fight. Not to fight. Unity. Unity. To recognize the unity that already exists. We don't even have to create it. We just have to admit it. Clear vision. Clear vision. I was absolutely, I mean, it really struck me the one time you were talking about a certain group of people and that the, they were very dogmatic. And I'm like, New Thought people, dogmatic, really? Oh, <laughs> New Thought tradition can be just as dogmatic as anybody else. That's not something that was comfortable for me to admit for some reason. Yeah. And so, yeah, just clear vision and being willing to see. Right. Mm -hmm. Acceptance. 
acceptance. Yeah. I think we have to move beyond tolerance and acceptance and end up with true appreciation for right. those that are mm -hmm. different from us because that's that's another aspect of God that we don't have. Right. So moving just beyond acceptance into appreciation and welcome and gratitude for our differences. And curiosity and seeking to understand. Mm -hmm. Curiosity, seeking to understand. I think when <clears throat> Jesus talks about loving our enemy and, and blessing them, that's the path that he's talking about. Yes, so, so Jesus talks about loving and blessing our enemy. <coughs> and the opening chant that we did is a Buddhist chant, may my enemies be peaceful, may my enemies be happy. It's, you know, across traditions. We just need to look for the commonalities instead of looking for and expecting the differences to separate us or tear us apart. How about a willingness to do our own work, our own healing work, our own study, our own prayer, meditation, whatever form that takes for you. When we do that, we reveal the wholeness and the unity instead of the divisiveness. <coughs> How about healing our own perceptions? We have this perception of we're all separate, we're all different. It's just our perception. Cleaning our filters, you know, doing our work to clean our filters. Yeah, they definitely get... Right. And the more we look outside into the media, for example, as one place, for what's real, that the more reinforcement for the separation comes our way. So we have to be mindful that that's what's happening. Just be mindful. And that's why these types of spaces are so incredibly important, because we get inundated with all of that all right. the time. So having a place to like readjust and be around people who are going to support right. that coming back to center, coming yes. back to an open, ex uh, appreciating mindset mm -hmm. are so, is so incredibly important. We it should probably be here every day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost here every day. <laughs> we offer a lot of opportunities to be here almost every day, should you choose. <laughs> so how about listening first? Like really listening first. And then, if it's helpful and kind, speaking what needs to be spoken. No, probably that's not the, the most beneficial way to build bridges and communication. <laughs> you gotta have a jump onto conversations. Yeah, that's right. Gotta control that conversation. We also need to be listening to what they're truly saying right? instead of, and I'm not saying formulating your own, your own answer, but thinking about how we can twist that to fit our own preconceptions. Right. Not fit what I say. Not what they're saying, yeah. but what I want them to say. Right. 
what's really be being spoken here, like from their heart to my heart, what am I hearing? So, you know, I, on a lot of things, it's kind of gone past the obvious senses, listening or that kind of thing, to feeling. Mm -hmm. the feeling seems to be a deeper um, understanding of what's uh, right. going on. But in order to get to the feeling and let your heart listen, you have to shut this thing off, right? At least to some degree. Yeah, and that can be the challenge sometimes. I found that um, in confrontations that the times when I decided against rebutting what they were telling me and mm -hmm. basically just told them, appreciate you and I think you're basically building them up in that mm -hmm. moment. Um, that, would be, that would basically shut the confrontation down and, and a lot of times yeah. basically they would look at me and I don't know, it, they, they stopped being hostile. Right. Yeah. It's hard to continue resistance and hostility in the face of thank you for sharing your heart and meaning so we are a little later than we normally are today which we're not going to worry about but I do want to mention that we are in the season of Lent right now <coughs> we're approaching the spring equinox all of those things actually fit together, and the Easter service is going to kind of put all of the pieces together from all the traditions. But it's a time of new life and new growth. No matter which tradition you're looking at, you can look outside and look at nature and see new life and new growth. It's a time of releasing what no longer serves us and of fasting from old habits and patterns that get in our way and feasting on new ways of being, and new ways of seeing, new ways of listening, and really hearing. Feasting on what feeds our hearts and souls instead of on what creates separation. New beginnings, this is kind of a season of new beginnings. As we come together in communion and community, we share a journey of transformation, and we do that as authentic beings. Seeking the support of others who are also willing to practice the vulnerability and the courage that it takes, the commitment that it takes to build bridges. Our world hasn't really taught us a lot of that for most of us, unless we were fortunate enough to have families that taught these skills. It wasn't my experience. And looking at our world, it seems as though maybe not too many of us were taught how to build those bridges effectively. But it does take vulnerability, and it does take courage, and it does take humility, and it does take a willingness to commit and to do the work, to practice radical not only acceptance, but appreciation and welcoming. 
And so I'm going to begin today's closing prayer with a Mohawk prayer. O great spirit, O great spirit, creator of all things, human being, trees, grass, berries, help us, be kind to us, let us be happy on earth. Let us lead our children to a good life and old age. These, our people, give them good minds to love one another. <coughs> oh, great spirit, be kind to us. Give these people the favor to see green trees, green grass, flowers and berries this next spring so we all meet again oh great spirit we ask of you these things and so know with me that right here in this moment and in every moment each one of us is a precious gift of spirit, expression of the divine, given to the earth at this time for a reason, that it is people such as we are that are willing to be vulnerable, to be courageous, to question and challenge our own assumptions and to move willingly toward a place of greater wholeness and greater unity. We commit yet again today to this work as a community. We will not be torn apart by misunderstanding. And so we know that we are forever guided by the one source, the one life that is available in every moment to guide each of us to guide all of our relationships, to guide our conversations, to guide our actions. And I know for each one that we remember more and more often to check in with that wisdom and that guidance as we move through our days and through the world. We work to set down our own judgments and resistance and to open our hearts to all beings. And so just very, very grateful, so grateful for this place, for this circle of friends and family, for this community that supports my journey and that supports the journey for each of us. I just give thanks. And I release this prayer knowing that it's done its work, that this time together continues to serve us along our path, whatever flavor those paths may take. And so in deep gratitude, I simply let this prayer rest. I put it down, I turn it over, I allow it to unfold in all of its grace and beauty, as together we say. And so it is.
my favorite song this morning. This is just music for the fun of music. <laughs> when a child believes he'll live his dreams, his prayers are heard, he fears no thunder. And when he falls, he safely lands, guided by invisible hands. Mother cries, she hides her tears Says the Lord provides but can't help wonder Who'll give a child what his heart demands Oh, invisible hand Lost in the darkness we are lifted by love Whisper and somebody hears And if we dare to make that leap of faith Somehow the bridge appears When a silent storm knocks me down And the tide and tide they pull me under I'll stand again on these shifting sands Held by invisible hands darkness we are lifted by love whisper and somebody hears and if we dare to make that leap of faith somehow the bridge appears when a child believes he'll live his dreams his prayers are heard he feels no thunder and when he falls he safely lands Guided by invisible hands Oh, invisible hands Oh, invisible hands Oh, invisible hands Oh, invisible hands Invisible hands here today. Is it working now, Chris? Did I just have it turned off? Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. So every Sunday we invite you to join us in celebration as, uh, and, and supporting us in the work that we're doing through your financial contribution, if you should choose to. And so if you are joining us at home, you can go to mysticheart.org and you'll find a donate button. You'll find our mailing address. Whether you are there or here or Whenever you may hear this, we, you need to know that we so appreciate every gift that's given here. Your gifts of time and talent and skill, your gifts of love and attention, and your financial contributions that help keep us in a space that we can build bridges and come together. So as we prepare for our offering today, if you would affirm with me, that which is on the screen. These are mm -hmm. heartfelt words that will bless our offering. As I awaken to the God within me and all around me, 
I see abundance everywhere I look. I consciously step into that flow of abundance by this act of giving. I offer this gift freely in the spirit of love, blessing it and sending it forth to heal and prosper. It is evidence of my deep faith. It does good work in the world and blesses all of creation. I give from a consciousness of abundance. So you know what? I did get things out of order. You just did the offering. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, a little thrown today. Okay, give us one more verse and chorus, and we'll do our offering. I'm out of order. <laughs> Lost in the darkness, we are lifted by love Whispering somebody hears And if we dare to make that leap of faith Somehow the bridge appears When a child believes he'll live his dreams His prayers are heard, he fears no thunder And when he falls, he safely lands Guided by invisible hands Oh, invisible hands Oh, invisible hands Oh, invisible hands Oh, invisible hands Invisible hands Invisible hands No accidents. And so standing right here right now, I stand in deep gratitude and deep wonder at the generosity of my spiritual family. I'm deeply grateful for the spiritual for the gifts, financial gifts that we are given, for the gifts of time for each person, the talent the incredible talent of members of this family just blows me away. And so I say thank you to each and every person here. And thank you, Father, Mother, God. And so it is. Amen. Okay. All right. Let's sing our way to lunch, shall we? <laughs> All together, hand in hand, we see the light, we take a stand, and we are changing. A whole new life for you and me, take it fast and set it free, and share this blessing. Love me with you, peace and for you, spirit lift you, breathe it in. Truth come to you, make it flow to you, let joy renew you. Love being with you. Love being with you. 